Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 24th of May. Today, an NRL rising star to take a surprising break, drug drama in the AFL, and Dan Ricciardo's F1 safety net job. But first... Around this time last year, we introduced you to a relatively unknown lanky teenager by the name of Josh Giddy. Giddy's going to try another one. Back-to-back threes for Giddy. Giddy went on to be drafted number six overall in the NBA draft and enjoyed a breakout season with the Oklahoma City Thunder that saw him become the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple-double. There's a feather in your cap. Well, with this year's draft one month away, it's time to put a new name on your radar. Meet Dyson Daniels, a 19-year-old 6'8 shooting guard from Bendigo, Victoria, who has declared for this year's draft, and the buzz around the new Aussie on the block is building. But how about Daniels? Clean it up on the glass. Daniels has been predicted to be taken in the first round, but as the draft draws closer, some experts have Daniels as a potential top-five bolter. And with Oklahoma City Thunder having a couple of picks in the first round, do we dare to dream about Daniels and Giddy teaming up? I mean, I'd love to play with Josh as well, whether it's the right fit or not. You know, I'd, I'd prefer to be in a place that's going to you know, be the right fit for me, whether that's OKC or not. Um, I'm not sure, but um, hopefully one day we'll get to play with Josh for sure. Mmm, doesn't sound like Dyson's all that keen on the green and gold team-up, but we wish him all the best. Many a kid grows up with the dreams of playing professional rugby league. And for the few who make it, the challenge then becomes to make their time in the sun last as long as possible. Given the average NRL career only lasts 43 games, a player's time in the sun can be brief. Time's up. But when a player chooses to cut their own career short, it raises some questions. Harris Tavita, he is thinking about one. Off the post, it's still there. He puts the ball down and will score a try. That'll win the test match for Samoa. Warriors playmaker Chanel Harris Tavita is off contract at the end of the season. And at the ripe old age of 23, he's chosen to hang up his boots. Ironically, of course, is that he's clocked up exactly one game above what is the career average for NRL players with 44. Harris Tavita wants to take a break from the game, saying that over the last year, despite living his boyhood dream, he hasn't been enjoying life as a professional footballer. So, after declining a new two-year deal from the Warriors, Harris Tavita will become a wanderer, saying that he'll use his time away from the game to travel and write. Wait, are we sure this guy's actually an NRL player? You're an imposter! So many players right now are slipping through the cracks of the AFL system and when they come out the other side, their lives are uh, ending up in pretty horrific condition. Former St Kilda captain Nick Rewalt speaking on Fox Sports on the couch last night about the current predicament of his former teammate Sam Fisher. Fisher is in police custody after he was charged with regularly trafficking large quantities of illicit drugs across state borders. Drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. Fisher, who played 228 games for the Saints during his career, elected to remain in custody while the matter was adjourned until August 10th. But Rewalt believes that the AFL and the Players' Union should take Fisher's situation as a wake-up call to better prepare players for the realities of life after the AFL. The AFL will concede, and the AFL Players' Association will concede, that the players' transition out of the game is the greatest issue facing the game. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, how sad for footballers who don't make the most of their privileged opportunities. But just let Nick finish his thought. This is not, I can hear people out there already, this is not about feeling sorry for players. Mm. Because players are paid really well, they've got all of these opportunities available to them as they go through the game. 
but somewhere along the line, it's it's not working because the condition that too many players are finding themselves in post-career is not at the level that it should be. And and we can do more as an industry. And I think the I think the AFLPA in particular need to champion this cause and take the lead on this cause to stop these situations occurring. And while it's probably too late for the AFLPA and the AFL to be able to help Fisher, there is one particular area Rewalt believes there could be an immediate and effective change. I think drugs are a, a, are a massive part of it. I think the policy that, that exists is, is one that allows players wiggle room. I've been criticised for saying this in the past, that players that take drugs in the AFL system take them because they can, because the system allows them to. Now, there's an argument around the medical model and, and all of that sort of stuff, but I think, I think at some point someone has to champion this cause because, as we said off the top, the AFL acknowledged that this is the greatest issue facing the game. The AFLPA would acknowledge the same thing, but at the moment, who's putting their hand up and actually saying, you know what, we're going to own this? I'm sure Sam Fisher wishes they'd owned it earlier too. Oh, hey, Aussie F1 driver Dan Ricciardo. Thanks for stopping by the scorecard. Quick question, have you thought about what you'll do if McLaren decides to give your seat to someone else next year? Uh, That is the question uh, that I'll I'll, uh, be searching for as well in in the debrief and and for the next few hours. Because it hasn't been a great year, has it, mate? The best result you've had was sixth in the Australian Grand Prix. You keep getting beat by your teammate Lando. You must know that you need to start performing, otherwise you could be without a drive for next year. But you seem so relaxed. I'm not laughing, but, you know, I'm... uh, Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got good news for you, Dan, because if McLaren does decide to give you the arse, there's somebody ready to give you a new job immediately. Sensors are set to extreme for the most important start of the year, the Repco Bathurst 1000. Yep, Supercar CEO Shane Howard has told News Corp that there is an open-ended invitation with your name on it, Dan Ricardo, to take a spot on the V8 Supercars grid in 2023 if you're not wanted in F1. Now, admittedly, I'm not sure there's a team that can afford your $17 million salary, but on the upside, you wouldn't have to worry about jets heading to exotic places like Monaco or Miami. No, instead, you'd be commuting to places like Bathurst and Tailandbend. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it does. Dan, pull your finger out and stay in F1 as long as you can. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Tuesday the 24th of May. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.